Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. And a good goddamn recording night to each and every one of you. Samson Davis. I ordered Chinese food this weekend, and this is the fortune I got. After readying the every emotion, there is understanding entering the realm. Discuss. Understanding did not enter this realm. Sorry. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Finn. Look what I can do. Max, pop it. Boop. (laughs) Good boy. (laughs) I know. This is a visual medium, right? (laughs) Yeah. Max does double high fives when Alex says, bop it, and it's super cute. We're working on that whole bop it idea. That's actually a pretty good fortune, Samson. My issue is that I think it's right, but it's not really actionable advice, so I don't know what to do with it. Oh, yeah. There's so many like that, though. Ooh, my friend once got a fortune in her cookie that was, you are an angel. Beware of those who collect feathers. Ooh, that's so good, though. (laughs) (laughs) angel bounty hunters yeah yeah i mean i love it she just thinks it's a creepy fortune i think it's a great hook for a novel Mm -hmm. that's like something a witch would say to you on like the side of the road that's amazing fuck can we kill chacha and make her an angel with a bounty on her who says she isn't (gasps) big reveal listeners don't worry about it imagine numenera angels are like biblically accurate (laughs) <laughs> probably oh, yeah. for sure just horrifying non-euclidean beasts actually i feel like it'd be more unsettling if they weren't if they were just normal humans humans with wings yeah just normal humans with wings it's just like that's it there's gotta be something more this ninth world there's gotta be Ooh, humans wearing fake wings mm, yeah but the wings are made of singing maggots there it is and when they open their wings they sing Memories from Cats, the Broadway musical. Which version of Cats? The original Broadway musical, not the film Abomination. Okay, as long as it's that, it's not as bad as it could be. No, the Ninth World does not do butthole cuts. What? No one does, apparently. (laughs) Listen, I told the listeners, if they, you know, get us to a certain tier on Patreon, we'll release the butthole cut of the Cats episode. Oh. (laughs) so who remembers what happened last time i'm gonna pick on samson so we had just met the icarus guy that we were looking for but the first line i have for last session was having a crapshaw leads to a donald and i didn't know what that meant but then i remembered that uh nix was talking to uh some locals about doors for a very long time latrine Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i don't know how much of it dan left Mm -hmm. in but it was a while all of it but she also learned that the BTS is a bunch of body snatchers or people snatchers. So now she has that existential crisis to deal with. We also kind of found, we never really asked him. I should have asked him. Vladislav, our new friend here in uh, Mountain's Bone, has very similar illusion powers because he did the ball thing that Dilly's been doing. I didn't, I didn't ask. Mm-hmm. We also learned that the Hendersons, who are the people that are eating the synth on the tower a couple hours outside of town, they're not the first. Some previous people who've gotten this strange mutation have also consumed crystals. The Hendersons are apparently like the most recent. Then Cha-Cha spots a weird haunted corner. It's giving her like horror vibes and it feels like an intrusion of some sort. No one else was able to pick that pick up on that. So we are tasked to get a, to get the mutating artifact from a dangerous individual. Vladislav has apparently tracked them down, but wasn't able to make a move on them. Don't quite remember why. It's because his friend, Rain? Raze. Raze. It's a bit of a newbie. So, Race Caliph. Race Caliph. Write that down. So, we go two miles north of town, find this cave. Fairly big. Bunch of crystals uh, are kind of uh, on the walls. And in the center, this is ten foot wide, like, coral reef crystal. Chacha goes up, presses buttons, that's her style. And then she just kind of goes down into this cavern below... And we're kind of cut off from each other. Crystals start lighting up, and Chacha feels and hears breathing. Dilly rolled a one, so he starts shooting the walls, and that is apparently hurting Chacha, not that he's aware of it. Last thing that uh, we were left with last session was Chacha hearing, Oh, you're new. 
That's where we're at. Okay. So yeah, Chacha, you have just heard this feminine voice coming from an area of these caverns that says, Oh, you're new. And Chacha is also very injured. Sorry. <laughs> so here's a question. What does it feel like when Chacha's getting injured? That's an important question. Like, is it just like a weird sensation of I'm in pain? It definitely hurts. I mean, it has all the mechanical consequences and you definitely experience it as pain. Mm -hmm. But how Cha-Cha interprets that experience is up to Cha-Cha. Cha-Cha's going to point Pew Pew at where the voice came from and just kind of say, if you're hurting me, stop or I will burn this place down. Oh, I'm not doing anything. Then who's hurting me? Look around you. I mean, it's kind of hard to when you don't turn on the lights. Oh, you're one of those. You need light to see. All right. There's a moment and then a glow globe up ahead flicks on, illuminating the part of the cavern that your glow globe wasn't reaching. And you see a woman standing there. She's in her mid-30s, probably around 5'8". She has dark auburn hair, sort of a light brown skin with yellow eyes. She's wearing traveling clothes, but not like heavy exploring wear, just sturdy clothes you might wear if you had to just go outside the town for a little bit, you know, maybe make a trek into the forest to collect mushrooms or something like that. She's got a satchel over her shoulder. The other thing that you notice as her glow globe lights up more of this area is that the space that you're in is shaped like a cavern, but the walls appear to be made out of some sort of pink flesh. And the ground that you're standing on appears to be similar to that pink flesh, except it looks more calloused, so it feels more sturdy, less like it doesn't give the same way that the walls look like they would give. And you notice all along the walls and from the ceiling, there are these stones and crystals that are pointed and jutting out like jagged teeth. But there's this yellow pus dripping around where they jut out almost like an infection and in fact it does smell bad in here it smells like the breath of somebody talking to you when they've got a tooth rotting in their mouth that's gross do we have an ointment cipher for that listen kids gingivitis is a serious disease <laughs> this is why you floss fuck flossing it's half genetics <laughs> and she looks at you and she says is that better i mean yeah but are you the flasher she cocks her head at you. I don't know what that means. Okay, while the plane flies over Alex's house, let's cut back up to Dilly and Nix to see what they're up to up above. I guess if shooting the wall doesn't work, Dilly's going to go over and investigate the actual like platform that uh, Cha-Cha descended into, or that space at least. Mm. Okay. So Dilly, you go back to the platform where Cha-Cha descended and... Honestly, you don't know how you missed it the first time, but you managed to, you know, get it to slide away. Maybe doing something in the wall did help. It's it's unclear, but it has slid loose and you're able to pull it out of the way. Now, one thing that's interesting as players, the characters don't know this, is that as you're looking down there, Adili, even though as players, we know that Cha-Cha is having a conversation down there, you can't hear anything coming back up that pit down. Cha-Cha, can you hear us? Cha-Cha, you hear Dilly's faint call. Sounds like it's coming from so very far away. Nix drops a glow globe down there. Okay. So go ahead and mark that off of your inventory. You drop the glow globe down there. Cha-Cha, after you hear Dilly's faint call, you hear this clinking sound behind you and this glow globe falls. I assume that Nix actually turned it on before she tossed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Roll to see if Nix remembered. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so this lit up glow globe lands and lights up some more of the space around it. That's about all that's different for Cha-Cha. Dilly and Nix, you see this glow globe fall, but you do not hear its impact on the bottom, although you can clearly see it reach the bottom. It lights up a little bit of the area at the bottom of this shaft, and 
you can see like the sort of melty remnants of that crystal coral, just the corner of that control panel at the bottom of the shaft and some of the surrounding area. Ace, is it this campaign that you got a, gra- a grappling hook? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Nix, don't you have a grappling hook? God, are you going to kill me with a grappling hook? Yeah, Dilly. Well, I... You bought it for me, remember? And Nix pulls it out from... <laughs> it is very familiar, Dilly, because this is the one that they tossed to you to help you get back through the arch that narrowly missed impaling you, but you grabbed onto it as they tugged you back to get your <laughs> organ re- replaced. Right. Now I remember it. Oh, no. Quick question, Dan. Do I still have hindrances? No, you've traveled long enough that you've recovered from your surgery. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, next, I think now's a good time to use it. Oh, yeah. You want to climb down there, Dilly? <laughs> we probably should. We should probably see what happened to Cha-Cha. Hell, yeah. Do you want to go first? Do you want to go... <laughs> yeah, you go first. <laughs> Me first? All right. <laughs> and Nick's seemingly without any effort or care just attaches the grappling hook to <laughs> around the console and drops backward off the edge to rappel down. Okay. So, Cha-Cha, you hear these echoey sounds coming from back towards the shaft, and the woman raises an eyebrow and says, Oh, you brought friends. I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to travel alone, especially with all the things out there traveling with you. I'm sure I don't know what you mean. So, like, are you the one flashing people and making them eat weird stuff, or no? Oh, you mean involving them. There's another kind of flashing? At least a few I can think of. I mean, like what? Ciphers, bright lights, more questionable activities. Nothing that's like the kind of thing I would take on. Oh, they were just saying that they were saw a flash, and then they had to eat stuff. But, like, it didn't evolve them to the point where their mouth could safely eat the stuff. So I think you need to finish evolving them before, like, setting them into the world. <laughs> I like to imagine this is just the natural cave sounds that are happening. Don't worry, Dan. Those are all cave sounds, right? It's diegetic. This woman or whatever is just making them occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> like she has two mouths and just one is occasionally making this weird noise. <laughs> this woman says, oh, I don't control what they become next. I leave that to nature. Nature usually takes a slower time, so the adaption doesn't kill them instantly. Like, like you can't take someone and tell them to eat synth when their mouth hole can't tolerate it. Oh, that's up to nature. I wouldn't dare judge what somebody should become. But, like, what if nature flashed you and it was just like, hey, now you're going to eat lava? Well, I'm just fortunate that's not what nature chose for me. What did nature choose for you? That's pretty personal. I don't know you that well yet. I mean, if you have, like, allergies and you're just like, hey, I'm really allergic to bananas, and I just happen to be a banana vendor, what would you do if we didn't have that information? No, it's not an allergy. You don't know. Tell you what, would you like to meet them? I mean, do I have a choice? You always have a choice. But is this, like, a choice of meet them happily or, you know, be all crying in the corner and then don't see what eats you. I think that has to do with what kind of relationship you and nature forge with each other. It's totally individual. And at this point, Nix, you're about halfway down the shaft, and it's like you cross some sort of invisible plane, and then you can hear this conversation. Like a horizontal plane? Nix is taking giant jumps off this wall, as big as she can as she repels down. All right. So she would descend fairly quickly. For sure. Yeah, I figured. So, Nix, you'll hear her ask Cha-Cha one more time. Would you like to meet them? Would you like to meet nature? And that's the moment where Nix reaches the bottom. Come on down, Dilly. The hole is fine. I mean, I'm not so sure, Dilly. Maybe just aim your gun down the hole. I assume I can't hear them. No, Dilly doesn't hear anything. You can see... Nix reached the bottom. You can see her look up and move her mouth like she's calling up to you, but you hear nothing. All right, that might be weird. Uh, but once Dilly sees that the rope is not swinging wildly from the massive repelling that Nix is doing, they will start climbing down. 
All right. Dilly, give me a climbing roll of three. Ten. Okay. So you start rappelling down. It's not too difficult. And Nix, you have just heard this woman say to Cha-Cha one more time, would you like to meet nature? Hey, Cha-Cha. Hey, lady. I'm Nix. I mean, uh, Carlisle. It's nice to meet you, Nix Carlisle. Hey. I was just talking to your friend here. What's your name? My name? Packerest. Dope name. This is Baby Peg. Yeah, Baby Pack. Well, I'm glad we've all met. Now we haven't all met. We got one more. Party of three, you know what I'm saying? Oh? Four. Hubert. Hubert? Oh, yeah. You have to meet Hubert. But, like, when everybody's down here so that Dilly doesn't fall and kill Hubert. Oh, well, that's wonderful. Nature loves to meet new friends. And Dilly, right around the time where you... Right around the time where she says, nature loves to meet new friends, that's when you cross the plane and can start hearing this conversation. <laughs> Dilly stops for a second, then sighs, and then keeps climbing down. <laughs> okay. So do I. So we have that in common, which is like a great start for new friendship. Oh, that's great. I'm glad to hear that you'd like to meet nature. Your friend Baby Pack here has not been clear if she wants to or not. What do you think? baby pet i mean it's one of those things where i'm like i usually want to know when i'm meeting new people because i meet so many new people right now so like am i meeting multiple new people or is this just like one new person oh it's just the two of us myself and nature just me and the god i mean i guess yeah we're gonna have to do this yeah aren't we we're gonna have to do what Yeah, this is about the time that Dilly arrives. Oh, I like this one. Thanks. Who are you? I'm Packerest. Hey, nice to meet you. Would you like to meet nature? (laughs) Dilly's going to look at uh, the other two like, yes, do we do? Oh, Dilly, she's the flasher. Oh, takes Dilly a few seconds. You're the one who's been mutating people. Oh, that's not me. It's up to nature. What? everybody's next form is. Oh. 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 Maybe we should shoot her, because she's gonna flash us. Oh, no, no, no. Nature does not wish to meet anyone unwilling. Like, this is where, like, this is why I ask questions, because, like, you sound like you're gonna mutate us, and I'm just like, I'm very unsure about what will happen, because there's now been questions on if I'm human or not, so... These are important questions to see if you can mutate me. Like allergies, we had this talk. There's no need for concern. You don't want to meet nature, you don't have to. It makes me sad, but it's okay. Nix Carlisle can meet nature, and the rest of you can wait. Is there more to meeting nature than just, like, saying hi? Well, nature will meet you and help you take the next step, the thing that you're meant to be. I don't want to eat synth for my diet. Like, that looks really miserable. So I just want to make sure, like, it's a positive step. Well, that's between you and nature. Interesting. I don't have anything to do with it. The goth makes the choice for all. Yeah, I'm just concerned. Like, what are what is your god's, like, feelings about, like, waddles or, like, eye stalks or, like... I don't know. Perhaps that's a conversation you could have with them. What if we just got really sick abs? What if I talk to nature and I'm like, you know, I am fine where I am, evolutionarily speaking, especially considering I'm, like, actively mutating Mm. currently. I have no idea. I don't know if I've ever witnessed anyone interact with nature who already was experiencing that. I must admit I'm curious, though. I mean, me too, but, like, a little scared, you know? Like, it's, it's, change can be scary. But you know what? It's all about the journey, so fuck yeah, I'll meet nature. Wonderful. Now, your friends have said that they don't want to meet nature, so it's probably best if we do it one-on-one. So, come a little closer. Will I be brought back here? Oh, yes, I'm just, we're just going over to that corner there. It's just gonna flash you in the corner. Yeah, and she just motions to a section of the cavern with a few less of those, like, jutting bits out the side. Like, come to my office. 
that's what I used to do at work when I did I like no office. I'd be like, come talk to me in my office. Just go to like the corner by the, <laughs> by like the utility. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can we have a quick sidebar? That's what she's asking. All right. Next sidebar is with the woman whose name I already forgot. Packerest. Packerest. Ah, Packrat. So she leads you into the corner and she starts moving her satchel over to the front of her body. And you hear this gurgling sound from her stomach. And you can see that the her shirt is very wet over her abdomen. No. And she pauses for a moment. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Sometimes I still get excited. So she reaches into her satchel and she pulls out this item. It appears to be made of synth and it looks kind of like a cube, except that as she brings it out and touches it, it flows almost like mercury until it assumes the shape of a silver lobed organ. And she holds it out to you and says, Nix Carlisle, meet nature. What's up, nature? Nix like looks over his shoulder. <laughs> okay, so you look over your shoulder, but then Nix, you feel your head being forcibly turned back by some unseen hand almost to stare at this object in Pacarus's hand. Your vision starts fizzling. And the next thing you know, you're standing in a space that looks like this cavern, except if the cavern was made out of like eight bit pixel art. And you yourself are aware that you're sort of like eight bit pixel art. You look like somebody made a, retro video game half snake half human where you're scaly and green and you don't have legs you're just sort of balancing on this coil and then off in front of you in this cavern is this huge geometric shape that does not look like it is in pixel art it looks like it's rendered under the highest graphics card you can imagine and it pulses it's not language but you still seem to understand it and this pulse communicates to you oh oh my you're already changing yeah to a snake i think oh much more than that really like what oh it's not my place to say oh man you didn't leave me hanging like that like for real well i don't have to leave you hanging i still have gifts to give. Just nothing so grand as the gift you've already been given. And Nix, when they say the gift that you've already been given, you feel a phantom pain in your left hand from where that snake punctured your skin so long ago. Ooh. Is that a clue? Ever since the Genenemy secret came out, I'm like, is that a clue? (laughs) Is that a clue? (laughs) There are clues everywhere. Oh, God. I missed all of them. <laughs> but yeah, what you got? Like, what 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 do you got on offer? I'm I'm interested. Well, I don't want to disrupt your gift too much, but I could perhaps give you a taste of your future. Not of synth. I don't want. Yo, man. Like, I get it, but or whatever you are. Sorry. Uh, I don't want to be a synth eater. Of course not. That's not your purpose. It looks painful. Like rocks. Like rock candy. You want to eat rocks? <laughs> no, not anymore. I, <laughs> that's a scam. <laughs> right. Well, like I said, I don't want to disrupt your gift. But with my blessing, your gift shall be accelerated. And Nix, in this moment, you suddenly find yourself back in the real cavern and this lobed organ reforms back into a cube and you all can see that Packeress abdomen is now sopping wet through her shirt and she smiles just beaming at you and she says oh I'm so happy for you I can tell that nature has given you one of their great gifts oh you you didn't see yeah yeah they gave me a gift yeah 
But I didn't get to ask about, like, the people eating the synth. Like, how is synth eating a gift? Like, they don't get nutrients. It hurts when you poop. I couldn't say. Mm. Nature looks at each person and decides what gift is most needed. She wipes a tear of joy from her eyes and says, Would anyone else like to beat nature? How painful was it? Can can we get a sidebar with our uh, next Carlisle? Yeah, can we? Sidebar. Certainly. If you want, you can even use this same corner. There's less of those weeping crystals over here. Is that what she's wet with? No. No. There is something else. She's... The seepage? She's got something underneath that shirt. How about you stay over there and we'll just kind of hang out in the center over here. Just real quick. Certainly. Take your time. Next, you could. Yeah, they accelerated my snake transformation. I mean, so should we do the nature thing and then kind of deal with the flasher situation or what? So, all right, guys. So, like, my impression of what happened, I didn't get a lot of chance to ask questions. Nature, they're very cagey. So, like, my impression, though, is that if you go in there, you will leave change. Like, you can't say no. I didn't get really to say no. You know? So, if you're going, be ready for, like, whatever think of it as like an arch you know when you're playing the arch game you're gonna walk through you don't know what's gonna happen it's a lot like that yeah like dilly lost his spleen and and found it again which is like circle of life or whatever and he got a cool new scar and i'm gonna be with dilly forever now and so is his spleen so like it's you know <laughs> that's yeah that's well prob- probably ever since the arch that's not 100 percent anymore it's probably gonna stay there forever though Okay, so since you did the arch jelly, I'll try the nature. And if it's two out of two is good, then you can try nature too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I. This seems fair. Try to ask if, like, you could help the synth eaters, like, with their next next step. Like, try to see if you can get information that way. Oh. Ooh, like, so how you keep evolving on your own post nature. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Break. At this point, I will say, Cha-Cha, you feel a frantic scrambling in your pocket. Um, uh oh. (laughs) Don't go in there with Hubert. It's going to be a fly situation. Nix, I think Hubert is, um, he's kind of sensing your changes, so I can't, like, I'm not going to take Hubert with me to meet nature, but you can't hold Hubert. It's going to have to be Dilly who holds him. I, I, (laughs) Cha-Cha sidebar. <laughs> Listeners, uh, Stace just licked her teeth for effect. Sidebar. <laughs> Nix, you do feel quite hungry right now, by the way. Nix will plot rations and just sort of watch Dilly and Cha Cha go to their side sidebar. The rations taste like ashes in your mouth. Ugh. Better than rock candy, though. <laughs> Better than rock candy. So, um. I promise I will hide him to the best of my ability, but if Nix. It's too hungry, she will tear me apart. Just, it's just, I mean, that's just a physical difference, but she will have a hard time finding him. I can promise that at most. Just if she starts making a run for you, just let Hubert go and it'll have to be, you know, nature taking its course. But like, don't hand him over, like give him a running chance. I can absolutely do that. Okay. And then like, they do like that stealthy, like, hand over the ball that you sometimes see in football where you like fake pass, fake put in pocket, and then you put it in a real pocket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who would like to lead this role then? I'm going to because I can use Cirque du Soleil for that because it's a performance. It's like a dance. And Dilly will further obfuscate it with his illusions. So give me a roll plus six then, Alex. Yeah, I got a 13, so that makes it a 19. Okay. Cool. So, Nyx, give me a roll perception plus six. Nineteen. Ooh. (laughs) So, Nyx, I'm not compelling you to do anything. That's not how this works. I'm just saying you know exactly what they're doing, and you know exactly where Hubert is. Do I get a minor effect? Yeah, do we get minor effects? Yeah, you both will, although I don't want to cancel them out because that's boring. Okay, let's do this. 
What would Cha-Cha like for a minor effect? Keep in mind, Nyx is going to be absolutely aware where Hubert is. You can't change that. Mm-hmm. What do we want as a minor effect, Samson? That Hubert's in the same pocket as Dilly's pew-pew gun, and Hubert's got his hand on the trigger. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Hubert has a gun. It's like the 80s action movie remake of Stuart Little. <laughs> yes. Rata pew-pew pewy? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's this whole thing in Act 1 that's going all about, that covers the whole background around his divorce. <laughs> there's an early scene in the movie where he loses his wedding ring in the toilet Aww. while he's looking for toilet food or something, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, sure. Now, admittedly, having his <laughs> paw on the gun is a bit of a stretch. Yes. So I would say maybe it's that, you know, because Dilly's coat is kind of worn now, there are ways that Hubert could skitter away if he needed to, just like that bar game with the three ferrets. What? What game is that? So it's the game where, like, they tie off the ankles of a guy's pants and they put three ferrets at the drunk guy's pants, and then everybody else takes bets on how long he can take it with them scrabbling and scratching and biting. <laughs> that can't... I've never... It might be an urban legend, but it is burned into my mind. I mean, yeah, like, Hubert has an exit, but he also has a gun. <laughs> anyway, what would Nick's like for her minor effect? Yeah, um, I would like, in this situation at least, I don't know. I don't know if I want to ask for Nick to be able to resist the temptation of Hubert. That's kind of what I want, but I want it to be like, because there's another critter, there's another critter for her to find and eat. All right. So, Nick, you're very aware of where Hubert is. You have a very strong, like, prey drive response to him, but you're also aware that you are standing in a cavern that appears to be made out of meat. Right, because she had her arm up to the shoulder like she was helping birth a calf <laughs> in the wall. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so Nyx licks her fingers and then just walks over to the wall and grabs a handful. Mouse it. Okay, so you're trying to tear a piece off of it. Mm-hmm. So that will be a might roll of six. Is she going to hurt us all? An armed attack? Sure, I'll give it to you. 19 again? All right, so you tear a chunk of flesh off this wall. What would you like for a minor effect? I'd like to be filling. Okay. So, yeah, it's pretty filling. It is not dissimilar in appearance as, like, the skin on the inside of your mouth, but it's meatier than that. So almost like you dug out a chunk of, like, the gum line, and you munch that, and it's pretty filling. It's It's tasty. But as you do that, there is this rumbling from all around you guys. And for a moment, all the crystals light up. And then more of this yellow pus begins to seep from where they are. And while this is going on, Cha-Cha, you are just now catching up and approaching Packerest. Okay, so, like, I volunteer to meet nature. And depending on my reaction to nature... Maybe our other friend will meet nature. Also, you seem to have had an accident on the front of your shirt. I am not sure you're aware of this. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. I just get so excited and I'm so used to it now. Sometimes I forget. Right. So maybe get a looser shirt. She lifts up her shirt and you can see where her stomach is. There is like this round maw about two feet in diameter, lined with teeth, with these two flicking tongues. And it's just drooling. That's understandable, I think. And she reaches into her satchel, and she pulls out this item again. Once again, it looks like a cube, and then flows and turns into this lobed organ. And she holds it out towards you and says, Baby pack, meet nature. Yeah, hi, nature. And you also find yourself in this 8-bit cave with this huge, complex geometric shape in front of you. You yourself, though, are rendered in a strange way. You look like an odd kind of symbol. And in fact, Chacha, give me an understanding Numenera role. Oh, 
of nine. Okay. I to double check this character knows about Numenera's. You do. You're trained in it, so that would make it a six. Seventeen. Okay, so Chacha, you know the symbol is sometimes... You, you don't necessarily know the whole history of it, but you have encountered types of Numenera where there's like a visual interface where this symbol is used to indicate a missing visual asset. That little broken picture? Chacha's missing, though. Exactly. It's like a character that can't be decoded, like an emoji that hasn't been approved by the Unicode board yet. <laughs> it's saucy. And this huge figure pulses, and you immediately understand what it's saying. What are you? Currently, I'm Baby Pack. No. I mean, what are you? I mean, there's theories. I've been told I'm not quite human. But I'm not quite other. Get away from me. But I have questions. Not leaving till you answer questions. No. But, like, how do I help people evolve? How do I save the world? I refuse to help you spread your corruption. I'm going to touch you with it. (laughs) (laughs) And you see a stone wall res into existence between you. What happens if I touch it? Chacha's going to touch the wall. Okay, so when you touch the wall where your fingers encounter it, you can see some of the pixels around it starting to fade out, like it's corrupting and dissolving, and then this corruption spreads out across until the stone wall is no longer there. And it's at this point that nature yells, and it's so loud. Like, even though it's a pulse and it's not a voice, it still hurts your ears and the inside of your head, and you hear its voice screech, Pacarus, what have you done? And it's at this point that I need everyone to roll initiative. Isaac. Seven. Fifteen. Seventeen. Oh, man. Okay, so nature will go first. Nature will make these eight-bit crystals jut out of the walls even further and try to stab Cha-Cha. Chacha, please make a 21 speed defense roll. Can running, training and running help? Nope. Hmm. I guess that means I have to put in effort, huh? I'm gonna put in a level of effort. No. Two levels of effort. Yes. Okay, so that'll bring it down to a 15. Okay, I got a 16. Okay, you managed to just barely dodge these crystals as they jut out at you. What fuck nature up? Dilly, you don't know exactly what's happened, but something in the room has changed. And Packeress' expression has shifted from one of serene bliss to anger. And you can see that maw on her abdomen starting to gyrate as if it's about to bite Cha-Cha. Gross. Best option, I think, is for Dilly to pew-pew gun Packerest. All right. So that is a light weapon. So it's ease. So that would be a 12. That speed or might? Speed. Right, well, let's hope for the best. Oh, I'm so close, though. Oh, no. Fuck it, it's interesting. I rolled a one. They shoot Chacha in the head. <laughs> and I rolled a new character, right? Hubert shoots Dilly in the leg. <laughs> oh my god, yes. Please. Oh, wow. Okay, so with a one, how mean do I want to be? Do it. Very. Well, there's mean and then there's just being a dick like just being a dick would be like <laughs> i'm gonna break your keep your gun forever and you don't get it anymore oh. and that feels kind of lame so i'm gonna say you shoot the pew pew gun and it misses pack arrest and hits a crystal at just the right angle for it to refract the light and bounce it so that it hits nyx <laughs> nyx you'll take four light damage ignoring armor nice and you're feeling very hungry again in fact you're having a hard time moving your mouth because your fangs keep staying extended even when you want to retract them embarrassing <laughs> next like finds your eyes <laughs> gets out a binder <laughs> yeah she's <laughs> gotta cover herself with a map book <laughs> oh shit next I'm sorry I Wait, were you into that? You cut it. It's fine, Dilly. <laughs> <Good>? <laughs> it's okay. 
<laughs> Next, gonna eat the lady with her mouth. Okay, so you're gonna try to bite her. Yeah. So that'll be hindered since she's not grappled. So that will make yeah. it an eighteen. Trained and unarmed. Okay, brings it down to a fifteen. I'll spend two levels of effort. Okay, so nine. That's me doing effort math. If you're wondering what that look on my face was. Um, and what's yeah, that? I figured it was that or a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> Not a stroke. Happy to report. All right. So that's a uh, nine then. 19. Yeah. Oh, holy shit. All right. That math rock is doing you well today. So let's see. You're definitely going to bite her. You're definitely going to inject your venom. So she'll be hindered. What would you propose as a minor effect? Unless you want extra damage. It's just a little bite. Ooh, so they'll taste the flesh, too. Oh, but I actually I want the extra damage. Why did I... What was I thinking? Okay, so that'd be plus three damage on top of your... Seven. And she's hindered. So ten damage, and she's hindered. She is looking in rough shape. So now it's Pacaress' turn. She was going to go after Cha-Cha, but now she's going to go after Nyx. She snaps at Nyx. Nyx snaps back. And she's hindered, so it will be a 12 speed defense roll. Two? Oh. Well, that is a GM intrusion. Yeah, and I'm so close to tearing up that I'm just gonna just gonna take it. <laughs> All right. So for GM intrusion, her maw distends from her stomach and snaps shut on your right hand. Ow. <laughs> you will take four might damage. And you are effectively grappled because these teeth have dug into your wrist and are not letting go. And it is now Cha-Cha's turn. I'm still in 8-bit? Yes, you're still in this 8-bit world and nature is trying to back away from you very quickly. Catch is going to run and hug nature. Yes! Yes! Okay, so you run towards nature. Jump on his head. I'm trained in running. Their head. Their head, I'm sorry. All right. So running isn't going to be a problem. So you could run up to them and try to climb on them or jump on them or whatever. That will require a might roll. The base value is going to be 21. But I'm trained in running. Mm, running isn't the issue. It's getting up on top of them, if that's what you're trying to do. Jumping? I'd give you jumping. Jumping would work. Yeah, sure. That would bring it down to an 18. And it would be might if you want to spend effort. Can I spend any of that? I'm sure you guys all have might points to spare at the moment, right? Yeah, especially since all of that pain, yeah. You know what? I'm going to do it just because then it'll be a better chance I win at the hugging game. Right? So that makes it a 15? Right. Okay, we're going to pray on this. I don't know how to pray. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got five. I'm going to re-roll this. Okay. Yeah, 20 bitches. Fuck you. Nice. That was a very good spend of an XP. What would you propose as a major effect? I'm trying to think. I feel like there could be a really good major effect. I don't know. Can Chacha merge with nature? <laughs> That'd be pretty big. I think that might be too big for just giving you a... Uh, an immediate being able to do that on a 20. You could use your natural 20 to your major effect, essentially, to enable you to start trying that. It will take a couple of rounds of attempts to make that happen. Or maybe you could even try to get yourself ejected from this 8-bit world. Or you could, you know, attempt this merge. No. Chacha's gonna try and merge with nature. Like, nature won't answer her questions. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Cool, because that's way more interesting than the other options. You won't answer my questions, then I guess you're just going to become part of, you know, Legion. Fuck yeah, Chacha. Fuck yeah. Okay. So, nature doesn't like that, and there's definitely some screaming. Because this might also distract Packrat. The odd thing is, the rest of you can hear this screaming out in the main cavern, distinct from the rest of the rumbling. Ooh. What's Chacha doing from our perspective? Just standing there. Just okay. chilling. Just being dilly from the last bite. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but now she can't give dilly shit. <laughs> Ooh. Now we're going to see how petty dilly is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So it's nature's turn. Nature, very unhappy, is going to send a blast of force out at you. Now, since you're on top of nature, there's not really an opportunity to dodge very easily. But like nature's grappled. Yeah, but they're sending it out towards you. So you'll be hindered by two steps on this. So that makes it a 27 to try to dodge this blast of force. And it would be speed defense. And observing nature doesn't help? Not in this case. Mm-hmm. That process is not far enough along. Yeah. Yeah. I guess she just kind of has to take it. Yeah. Can you roll for me anyway? Because I need to know if you end up rolling a one. I got a five. Better than a one. Okay. So you will take seven damage. And the nature of this blast, I would say, is probably is going to be intellect damage. Oh, thank God. Because I have that pool. Ooh, you had me worried there. And it's now Dilly's turn. Dilly's going to put away the gun. And the objects that Pacrest has been presenting, Nix and Chacha, is where, where is that? What's the status on that one? It's still in Pacrest's hand, extended towards Chacha. Okay. It still looks like that sort of silver-lobed organ, although it is gyrating a little bit. Like, almost like it can't decide if it wants to stay in that shape or not. Okay. Dilly's going to try to take that out of their hand. Okay, so you're going to try to grab it and yank it away. She's going to try to. Okay, so she's hindered, so that will be a 12. Might. I really want this to work, so I'm going to put two levels of my meager might into that. Mm. Okay, so that brings it down to a six. Dilly needs to start doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. 16. Oh, nice. Okay, so you grab this and yank it out of her hand. And you find yourself standing in what appears to be an 8-bit cave. And you yourself appear to be like 8-bit pixel art of some human with a rather extravagant cape holding a comically large wrench in your hand. Nice. Is Deli's son there? Do I have a dark shadow? No, that's a good question. Not right now. But what color are Dilly's eyes? Look at the fan art, quick! There was kind of a color scheme I had when I first started this. He's either blue or green. Check. Dark green, nearly black eyes. Okay. So one of your eyes is dark green in this 8-bit world, and the other one glows a bright red. And it's very odd because these are like third-person representations of you that you're aware of. Mm -hmm. It's like you guys are playing the side-scroller adventure of your lives. And Chacha, you shouldn't recognize this avatar's daily, yet somehow you do, just instinctively. Mm -hmm. Nyx, what you see is that Dilly grabs this item, pulls out a Pacaress hand. As soon as it gets just a couple inches away from her hand, Dilly freezes. Now, it's Nyx's turn. Nyx, your hand is currently in her maw. She's going to chew a little bit, so you'll take another four might damage because she's biting down. And it's your turn. What would you like to do? Seems unnecessary, Daniel, all things considered. You got a tasty hand. That's not my problem. <laughs> you said she looks bad, right? Yeah, she is not looking great. Nick's gonna gonna do left hand punch. All right. So she's hindered. So that will be a 12. I'll spend one level of effort. Okay, that makes it a nine. 17. Okay, so that's plus one damage. What does it look like when you kill Packrest? Ooh, I want to say that Nyx pulls with her right hand a little bit, distending the, like, the maw protrusion. And when she punches, she punches right at the base. And, uh... Ooh. Hmm, would it be more interesting if she just died of, like, internal bleeding over, like, a short period of time? Or if Nyx just, like, punched the protrusion right off? I think it would be cool if, like, you punched, like, the whole, like, jaw of this maw out of her body. Like like you just hit this skeletal structure and it just goes splattering as it comes off of her body and just scatters across the room. That would be amazing. On a spinning arc, because for a second, it's still attached to Nyx's right hand. Okay. So blood and Pacaras tummy drool definitely splatters over the frozen dilly and Mrs. Chacha. <laughs> <laughs> Nix will grab the square. Okay. 
Well, that would be another action. Okay, so next turn, next turn. Or she's going to try to catch it. I assume this lady's, like, collapsing. Right. Well, Dilly has the cube right now, or the organ. Oh, I thought he froze a few inches from the square. No, he got it. Got it. And once he got it away from her, just like a couple inches, that that touch brought him in there. Okay. So we cut back to Cha-Cha. So Cha-Cha, you are here. I don't know what it looks like. You're riding an angry god. Dilly just showed up. Yeah. I mean, you're riding an angry god, though, so I don't know like how much Chacha's going to interact with Dilly, but that's up to you, I guess. I guess we're going to try to absorb the nature one more time. All right. So let's see. I would allow Understanding Numenera to help you with this from a skill standpoint. And you have two assets from your prior natural 20. And the base difficulty for this is a little higher than just their level because of the scope of what you're trying to do. So, let's see, now we're at a 15. And it would be intellect if you want to spend effort. Okay. And can I invoke the fire inside ability? Yeah, I'd give that to you. So that would bring it down to a 12. Okay. 19. Fuck you, nature. (laughs) Okay. So you're definitely going to start absorbing nature. You can feel it almost getting smaller as it's screaming. And it almost feels like it's being, like absorbed and pulled into your midsection and what would you propose as a minor effect would it be a minor effect that like nature is hindered because like it's being absorbed yeah that's totally fair okay so it's going to try to send its blast of energy at cha-cha again now it's hindered and it's very scared So I think that's going to bring it down to a base of 21 instead of what it was before. And it's speed defense, or I probably should have let you do this the first time too. You could probably also use intellect defense since we're in a mental realm. Okay. Going to use two levels of effort in intellect. Okay. So that'll be a 15. We're going to have to like take a nap after this fight. (laughs) Food coma after eating nature. Yeah, when you have, like, a nature baby, that's <laughs> 19. Fuck yeah. Nice. Getting nature, guys! All right, so you, since this is intellect defense, you manage to somehow resist this blast. You're so focused because of the fire inside, and, like, this blast does not distract you from what you're doing. You don't know how you recognize this weird symbol as cha-cha, but you do. Yoda backpacking nature. And you don't know exactly what the hell she's doing up there, but you can tell this huge entity, which you assume is nature, is very upset about it. They call it, Cha-Cha, how can I help with whatever this is? We're absorbing nature because nature won't tell us what's happening. How do I help with that? How would Jelly help with absorbing nature? You could try to weaken nature somehow. (gasps) Just hurt it. And that won't hurt you? No. Think about it like when Nyx eats stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Dilly will, if he can, pull out his pew-pew gun again. Yeah, you can use your pew-pew gun. So, nature is hindered. It's a light weapon. So that brings it down to a 15. And that's speed, isn't it? Yes. Alright. I want this to work, so three levels of efforts. Oh, and they're also huge, so I guess it's 12. But can I do that? Yeah, that would bring it down to a three. Eleven. Okay, nice. So you are mentally aware that you are pulling out your pew-pew gun and shooting it at nature, but the way it appears in this realm is that you throw this oversized wrench at nature. Oh, yeah. And it hits it, (laughs) and it cries out in pain, and another wrench appears in your hand. Please roll depletion for me. Oh, boy. I did do that first time. I didn't roll one. 15. Okay, cool. You're all good. And Nyx. Join the party. Nyx, you're very hungry, by the way. <gasps> Hubert. <laughs> What's his initiative order? <gasps> yeah, where's Hubert in this? He's at the bottom of initiative. He's after Cha-Cha. <laughs> Fair. How hungry is Nyx? <laughs> very hungry. Nyx is going to harvest some organ meat. From where? Mm. Lady. Pack rat. Okay. I'll explain what that looks like later. Cha-Cha, you are on top of nature. 
I assume you're going to try to absorb again. Yeah. So nature is in even worse shape. So that brings it down to a 15, including all your skills and assets and stuff, before you spend effort. That would be intellect. Okay. And the thing is, I'm going to go two levels of effort. Okay, so that makes it a nine. I just want this to happen, everybody. I just do. 18. Okay. There is a weird staticky sound from all around you, Cha-Cha. And you suddenly start feeling full. And this nature figure is disappearing into you. And you feel like you've eaten the largest meal that you've ever eaten in your life. And there are all these strange thoughts racing through your head that you can't follow or even really understand. And it's at this point I'm going to offer Cha-Cha an XP. Yeah. Who will you give the other one to? Dilly, for helping me eat nature. <laughs> All right. So, Cha-Cha, this is happening, and you're not even sure that if you wanted to, that you could stop this absorption at this point. I'm just going to eat things in this void? Yeah, Cha-Cha, you are standing there, and Dilly, you see Cha-Cha there, this strange figure, and you feel this gravitational pull towards her, and not in the good way like you want. Uh, uh, Cha-Cha? How are you doing? Uh, I would run. Uh, how would Dilly try to escape the 8-bit world? So there's a couple ways you could go about that. One is to just try to run away in the 8-bit world. That's a bit more standard. Or you could try to escape the 8-bit world completely, which would be cooler, but it's probably more difficult. Mm-hmm. So that would be a 15 intellectual. But would Chacha be hindering or helping? Chacha probably couldn't assist because he's trying to escape your gravitational pull. Okay. Like, you're sort of unconsciously pulling him towards you as you try to absorb yeah. just about everything in this 8-bit world. We're, yeah. We got two hungry, hungry people on this campaign now. All right. Um, Dilly's going to call out, we'll wait for you on the other side. And Dilly's going to try to escape with three levels of intellect effort, which is much better for him. That is six now. Nine. All right, so somehow, maybe it's tied to your background. Maybe it's some training that Master Asus gave you, Mm. talking about different Numenera types and how they might have mental influence and how to escape their mental influence. And who knows, knowing Dilly, he might have been the kind of thing that he kind of blew off as superstition. But those techniques help you here. And it takes significant effort, but then you find yourself back in your body. And a moment... After you're there, you see this weird, gyrating, shifting, silver-lobed thing float out of your hand, and it goes flying at Cha-Cha like a bullet. And Cha-Cha, you come to in your own body as this artifact pierces your body with your flesh healing and closing behind it. But you will take four of my damage. God damn it. (laughs) Okay, I'm out of my... And you guys are standing there in this cavern, all alone, two glow globes flickering. Patrick, you okay? Nyx, are As you call out to Nyx and look to find her, you look over and see her belly down on the ground, her jaw distended widely, as you see just the last tips of Packer's boots sliding in to Nyx's mouth. And she shuts her mouth closes her eyes, and begins to snore. And that's where we'll end this episode. Nyx ate the whole lady? Bang. Yep. The hongi. <laughs> okay. So, Cha-Cha. Well, not Cha-Cha. You're a real person. Alice, something <laughs> about this episode. I mean, that's still in question if I'm a real person or not. I mean, eating nature was fucking wild. Yeah, I mean, you ate an entity that at least Packerest considered a god. Yeah. The implications are going to be quite unique, but like I enjoyed learning about like the visualizations that each character had in the 8-bit world. Like I'm really happy Dilly came in, which is like, I'm here too. Here's my 8-bit persona. <laughs> okay, cool. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you the listener and XP to check out something we think you would really dig. This week, it is Alex's turn. Alex, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? That sound really weird, 
but those solar-powered path lights. Hmm. Okay. Like, I've been resisting getting them. Like, I bought a house, and I've just been letting, like, what, not natural, but, like, built-in lighting for the house, like, light areas. And with Max, since he's black and white, I can't really see him when he goes outside at night. I mean, he has his disco collar, that little LED light collar, but like it's, he doesn't like it all the time. So what I did was I bought some of those little glow lights at Target because we all love good old Target and they just, it's kind of magical to look outside now and just see like all these like little orbs in my backyard. Mm. And like, so if you have like the ability to get them. I say get them because they're kind of like, it's kind of cool to just like see them Mm -hmm. lighting up by themselves because solar powered. Have you seen the like solar light sculptures, Alex, where like the lights are like frog eyes? No, I have not. Or animal eyes. Yeah, Um, they're really creepy during the day, but I bet they would be magical at night. I'm going to have to look into these because that would be amazing. And I have to buy more because my backyard's very dark and spoopy. Oh, there's one with a dragon holding an oar. Ooh. Ooh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, put the link. For 130 bucks. Damn. Oh, yeah. They can be expensive sometimes. Yeah. We actually have a bunch of solar lights in our backyard that we quite like. Mm. We actually used to have all these, like, string lights, like, you know, almost like Christmas lights that were solar out there to light things up, but then... Larry the Vole decided they looked too much like pea vines and chewed through them. Ah, son of a bitch, Larry. I got a fucking body horror one for you. Well, it okay. there's a lot. There's a lot going on in this one. But I want to see it. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Naughty groundhog? He's <laughs> fucking flipping oh. you off. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Daniel, put this in the show notes. Zeki's naughty groundhog solar eyes. Yeah, that's nightmare fuel right there. <laughs> I mean, like, it's weirdly Numenera, you know? That's a... F- I'm offended. Do you see the gesture he's making? <laughs> yeah, he's very rude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Ooh, wait, I found one that I might actually get and I'm putting in chat. It is a peacock listeners with the lights on its tail. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, that is pretty. And it looks very majestic as fuck. Yeah, that's very cool. Like a classy beach. Very nice. Well, if people had solar garden lights to recommend to us or wanted to talk to us about the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, they can go to explorerswanted.fm. From there, they can access all the bullshit we have placed on the internet with our name. Specifically, on Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. If you'd like to talk to us directly and show us, the things that you find explorerswanted.fm slash discord will bring us to the discord. We are very active there. It's a lot of fun there. A lot of nice people. Additionally, if they would instead like to give us money, patreon.com slash explorers wanted release the butthole cut. There's not yes. one. It does. There isn't release one. Release the butthole cut. <coughs> yes, there is. Don't lie to the people. We haven't been paid enough money to make it yet. And when we do. Yeah. We will make a butthole cut for you, listeners. There were no buttholes viewed during the recording of The Secret of Cats. Oh, no, it's not our buttholes. It's cat buttholes, listeners. Not our buttholes. Cat buttholes. I guess we do have to clarify that, you know, so we're not false advertising. (sighs) Yeah, that's where you can find us. All right. Well, if you enjoy the show, the thing that you could do that would help us the most would be to tell a friend and to tell them why you like the show, and why they should listen to it. The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or Stitcher. Those reviews give podcasters life. They make a huge difference in trying out the show. Don't just review us. Review all the podcasts that you love. It makes just... I can't express how important it is for every podcast, and it's... uh, form of much needed encouragement in this weird art and hobby that we're engaged in. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, I need to tell you something. There's a beating heart 
of the world. They tell you that the world is rocky crust floating on magma seas with an iron nickel center. But you know better. The mantle of the earth is an ocean of blood. And if you could dig deep enough, you would expose a massive rib cage that spans the hot depths like the bridges of giants. And in the center of that rib cage is the pulse, that relentless rhythm. It beats whether you will it or no, and does not care about your life. But I do not fear the heart of the world. And you should not either. Fear its maw. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Twitter's a hell site, but I'm at Slam Potato. I mean, release the butthole cut. I'm Realty Unicorn <laughs> on Twitter, and I do Tea with the Unicorn on Twitch. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye. Bye. screaming so <laughs> ominous but no no <laughs> that one's just in your own head <laughs> no the, they're kids next door and bye, bye. bye. nailed it <laughs> it's beautiful <laughs>